I'm Emily Richardson, and welcome to Trashbox, a real housewives podcast. And we're going to get real this week. Big time real. I am very excited about our guest, and I'm actually very excited about the episodes too, but I'm more excited about our guest. This is Canada's most critically ignored drag superstar. This is the one, <laughs> the only Visa Decline. Welcome, Visa. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on. No problem. Thank you for having me. First, only one take for that intro, not like Tom's episode. So <laughs> that that's nice. I was like, I was a little worried. I listened to last week's and I was like, okay, how much time is that going to eat up? <laughs> uh, and you have no clue. Like I, it was a good two minutes of me just flubbing the intro over and over. And I was like, cut, 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 edit, edit, edit sound like a professional sometimes we're our own worst critic unfortunately and we always are like oh no that could be better totally um especially with with your voice do, do you like the sound of your voice visa um no i don't <laughs> uh like i do a lot of digital drag now and i do a lot of editing so i have to hear my voice more often than normal and uh there are sometimes where i'm like hmm you you should be uh, you should be practicing a bit more, especially for someone with a degree in broadcast journalism. You should have a better voice for this, but it is what it is. Some people say it's annoying. I just say, fuck off. Fuck. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> off. Well, as you were, as you were talking, I was like kind of closing my eyes and listening. And it is a, it's it's a, I don't know how to say this word correctly. Authorita authorita authoritative. Authoritative. Okay. Well, that yeah. could just be Scorpio energy that I'm giving off. So, okay. Who knows? What <laughs> is, you have to fill me in. What is this Scorpio thing people are going on about? Because my boyfriend is a Scorpio and people keep being like, oh, he's a Scorpio. Like they're, like they're evil or something. What is this? It's not that we're evil, it's that we know what we want and we're very blunt and honest and we will burst bubbles and people don't like that unfortunately because a lot of times especially in the world we live in people love to live in a, a cloud of delusion so when a scorpio is like mm, no and we bring you down to reality people just they they don't tend to like it like if you look at some of the scorpios that are around you're like okay these are like powerful people like you got bill gates oh. you got julia roberts rupaul Katy Perry's the <laughs> love how you do all of these. <laughs> did I say Julia Roberts? You definitely yes, said Julia Roberts. Yeah, because that that's my go-to because she has the same birthday as me. Her Bill Gates, oh. Caitlyn Jenner, unfortunately, has the same birthday <laughs> as me. But Annie Potts does too. Hello, Ghostbusters. So I love you know. Annie Potts. So underrated. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I will say that is not my boyfriend though. He's a he's a soft one. So I he's you know he's a the exception to the Scorpio rule. I feel is he a November Scorpio? Yes, he is mid November. Yeah, oh, there you go. Well, there you go. Late later <laughs> on. He's getting some of the sag in him too. So fascinating. Um, yeah, I, I'm a you know <laughs> I'm mildly narcissistic, aren't we all? So I only really know about my sign, Pisces. That's it. You know. Uh, well, we're both water signs. Oh, Scorpios, great. Pisces, get along. So there you go. Awesome. I'm excited. But like Scorpios, Scorpios, because we're also around Halloween, we have like that Wiccan vibe to us, like that witchy vibe sometimes that people pick up on and they I'm automatically assume it's evil so i think that's why i like this episode of real housewives in new york because it was all about salem <laughs> bitch did you just do a perfect goddamn segue possibly but i would fall if i was on a real one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay that's 
That's a pretty good joke, my friend. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, well, you know what? Let's just get into it then. We have a lot to talk about this week. I'm very happy to have you here. And I will say, when I think visa decline, I think strong personality. I think really, like, strong opinions. I could, I feel like you would either hate something or love something. Am I wrong in saying that? No, that is completely accurate. And that's why I don't have as many friends <laughs> as one would hope to have. <laughs> eh, you know, it's a pandemic. Fuck it, right? Yeah. Text me when you want. <laughs> <laughs> Sext me when you want, personally. Mm. Um, so I want to know, we're going to start with New York this week. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot to get into with Beverly Hills. So let's just touch on New York and then jump over to Beverly. So how? what is your thought on this incredibly divisive season of Roni? Uh, I love watching Ramona scared 24 seven that she's about to be canceled and oh my God. she's she's not helping because she's so anxious about it it's it's making her seem even more like she's got she's got some uh, white cloth in her closet if you know what I mean like <laughs> like we're just like we know you supported Trump but now mm-hmm. you're you're just you're really skirting that line so when the white supremacy was called out this week okay. I was like you know what Sure, maybe it doesn't fit with Luann, but Ramona and the people she hangs around with, you never know. Allegedly, you never know. I think totally. And I think uh, Ebony is just schooling everybody. Ebony is a godsend to this show. She's she's a godsend. I'm seeing a lot of anti-Ebony sentiment online, which I think is just, you know, white people want their blinders while watching this show. Well, I was going to say, I'm like, it's probably a lot of these white women who are these Bravo fans in the States who Mm -hmm. probably see a strong black woman who's opinionated and probably more intelligent than them. And they immediately get intimidated and they want to bring her down because they're like, I'm not here to watch this. This isn't what I'm here for. It's like, cool. But at the same time, something you need to know about, you know? It's true. And (laughs) I understand that this season it's a bit strange but that's not ebony's problem that's something that's the vibe of all the women together and that's the pandemic but also you got to think of the pressure that she has on her like when they announced her immediately every then they even mentioned on the show the headline saying like first uh black woman on the cast of roni and it's like yeah it's been 13 seasons and this is the first woman of color that they've cast of course there's gonna be a lot of pressure on her to like especially after what just happened with black lives matter like Mm -hmm. she's coming in and she's like well no this is my platform and this is what i'm gonna teach these grandmas pretty much (laughs) yeah (laughs) these boomers yeah and i um the whole conversation about white supremacy i'm trying to think like if i brought the term white supremacy up to someone my mom's age like ramona Right, I think that my mom and Ramona are probably the same age. Yeah, the the immediate thought would be, well, I I'm not in the KKK. Like it's a, yeah. it's very, it's so it's as simple as that for them. But it's way more nuanced. Clearly, as anyone who reads anything on Twitter or any article will know. Uh, so I can't imagine how frustrated Ebony must be with their just shutting her down and literally not listening at all no and like Ramona for instance 
yeah, she says, oh, I'm, I'm not a white supremacist. Oh, oh no, no, I'm, I can't be that. That's fine. You can say, oh, I don't align and I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. But you also have to look at the little microaggressions that she doesn't maybe even realize she's doing because she doesn't know any better, you know? And then when someone's trying to address it, like, oh, you're clearly uncomfortable and you're doing this, you get up. And you're just like, oh, I need a game. I need a party. Like when a serious oh, conversation is being gosh. had, it's like, you look like a child. You look like a four-year-old who needs entertainment. You need like a party clown or something. It's, it's very odd. Exactly. Her and her exactly. vertigo need to go take a nap on that tour bus. <laughs> Can I just say, if I got on that tour bus and it was like 9 a.m. or whenever they were leaving for Salem, I'd have been like, howdy gals, look up your dildos, whatever. I'm going to sleep. Oh my God. Yeah. As soon as I saw those beds, I was like, no, like this is perfect. Like I fall asleep anytime I'm in a car. Really? Apparently when, yeah, when I was a baby, my mom told me that my dad used to have to drive me around and that was the only way I could fall asleep. He used to drive me around in the back seat, And for some reason now, if it's like late at night and I'm in a car, I'm out within like five, 10 minutes. Oh, so like, true. yeah. So if I saw that tour bus, I'd be like, oh, that's heaven to me. Look at that. That is glorious. <laughs> yeah. I did one of those night train ones uh, on like, you know, the, with the beds and it was. um A midnight train of, to Georgia. <laughs> it was a midnight train to Berlin uh, on a trip. <laughs> oh, even better. Trip. Yeah, it was way more. And it, 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 I was just with a friend, but it was kind of romantic and it was really neat. Um, but I can't fall asleep uh, sitting up at all. Like even if I'm watching a movie or like a TV show on the couch. Unless I am lying in bed and I'm closing my eyes for two hours, I'm not falling asleep. Oh, yeah. I've fallen asleep in the weirdest positions. It's, it's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually quite envious. <laughs> just for you listeners out there, I'm bringing this up because I just burped. But uh, I'm having a White Claw. What are you drinking today? I am having a Vizzy Hard Seltzer. What's that? So it's, um, it's pretty much like a sparkling water, but with alcohol. Nice, like yeah. a vodka. Um, sh- maybe you don't even know what you're drinking. I got it for free. They sent it because I applied for something, so they were like, "Here's some free booze because you're probably not going to win." So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, it was readily available. But I'm also drinking a uh, bubbly pineapple flavor sparkling water. Everyone's drinking these bubblies. Bubblies are delicious. Have okay. you not had one? You know, I know I'm going to sound like a bit of a hypocrite because I'm drinking like a fizzy alcohol beverage right now, but I generally don't like fizzy drinks. Oh, see, I I love it because it like, yeah, I feel bloated afterwards, but I just, I'm really trying to avoid pop. So that's, that's why I like it because it gives me that like sensation without the sugar. Yeah. Was, was pop a big vice for you pre-bubbly? No. Not necessarily. Like I wasn't like drinking gallons of it. It was just more of a a beverage to have that had way too much sugar. Yeah. That I didn't want to intake anymore. That makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. Uh, I remember this is completely off topic. Clearly. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I remember Coke. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember um, watching. Actually, it's not wildly off topic because it kind of is Roni near ish. I remember reading about. Um, Jackie Onassis's stepdaughter, who was Onassis's daughter, you know, the billionaire she married after. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the Greek shipping heir, Onassis, his daughter drank something like, 
I'll, I'd have to look it up, but it's actually a really interesting Wikipedia. She drank tons of Coca-Cola a day. Like we're talking like something like six or seven liters and she died of a heart attack pretty young. So I, that always stuck with me. <laughs> well, look at Carrie Fisher. Is that what she did? She was, she drank a Diet Coke like nonstop. Wow. She was drinking Diet Coke and then she ended up having a heart attack on that plane. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, poor, that really fucked like that usually when celebrities die it's kind of like oh that's a shame but carrie fisher and then debbie the next day yeah i feel like that's where our timeline kind of went sour it kind of it, did it was just after trump got elected and Ugh. then they both passed mm-hmm. bowie was gone too and then all of a sudden we got this weird time well actually with roni right now it's interesting to watch because they're so behind same with yeah. beverly hills mm-hmm. So we're just seeing now the aftermath of this latest election. And it's exhausting to watch as it, as it was to experience. Well, not quite, exactly. I'm exhausting. like, I know. Uh, that's why I was like enjoying the fact that they're like going to be around witches now. Maybe we can stop talking about Trump, but then they like, just brought so much Trump back into it. Well, you know what? When you have a literal Trumper in your friend group, how do you not just constantly bring it up and stare at her and think you are evil. You are supporting evil. The crazy eyes. The crazy eyes alone should let you know. Oh my God. Do you want to know something crazy, though? Always. Ramona is a Scorpio. Is she? Yes. Her and Bethany Frankel. That makes sense. And Phaedra. And Phaedra. Ooh, the, do you know what? You you are naming three chaotic housewives there. And uh, uh, Eva. Oh, Eva the Diva. Yeah, she's a Scorpio, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only Pisces I can think of is Cynthia Bailey, and that just sucks for me. <laughs> <laughs> what a bummer. So did you catch Luann's really bad witch joke at the start of this episode? Uh, you mean, did I write it down? Word for word? <laughs> yes. What was? She was so dirty this episode. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. She wants a ghost to fuck her. She's talking about <laughs> lips holding on to a broom. I'm like, is this, oh. your, is this your cabaret act? Is this? Is this the new Countess and Friends that we are, uh, we're sampling here? I this don't ma- know. This material. This, it was that, that witch's joke about her vagina lips clinging onto the broom to get a better grip. Very yeah, she's odd. all, she's all like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll have a spirit come, come for me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened, what happened to the guy who made you lamb curry? Where did he go? <laughs> Wait, why am I blanking on his name? Sven? No, what, what is it? It probably was Sven. Who knows? <laughs> Gerp? Is it Gerp? No, G- uh, Ger- Ger- Garth. 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 I was going to say Girth. Girth? <laughs> Never know. Luanne would be like, oh, the, 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 the shoe fits. Oh, big dick. Um, I, I, I'd like to be groomed. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was in fine form. I also enjoyed her, um, we're going to a haunted house, so I need a chapeau. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, and then don't put hats on the bed. That's bad luck. <laughs> you didn't know I, that? You don't know that? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that. Have you? No, never. No. Like, I know about the, like, don't put shoes on a table or, like. If, I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. If you put a shoe on a table, it's apparently bad luck. Fascinating. But, yeah, I've never heard about the hat one. No. I don't like it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I have a question. What do we think about Bershon? Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because that was something I wrote down. I think she needs to be a full cast member next season for sure. Already you're calling this. Oh, she she needs to be because I think not only does she add like a fun energy 
to the group, but the the way her and Ebony are interacting, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like, it's turning into like a little bit of a, a clash here, like a power dynamic that's going on. So I'm like, this could be a legendary housewife feud in future seasons, possibly. You know, like this, yeah. we're just seeing a little, we're seeing a little tidbit of what could be, like, obviously I don't want to, pit two women against each no, other. and I, I didn't think that's and what I, you meant. <laughs> and I don't want to pit especially two women of color against each other, but yeah. I, I do see like a clash of personalities that could make for some fun banter. Yes. I also think that this is the Housewives and I think it's perfectly, I think, okay to be like, ooh, I hope there's drama between them because they're yeah. cast, cast members of the real Housewives. My only concern is that she was brought in through Ramona and yeah. I just worry that we're going to grow to like her so much and then something's going to come out where she was like, oh, I voted for Trump or like mm-hmm. something weird like that. Like, I don't think, I, I want to I not think that, but yeah. the fact that she was brought in through Ramona, I wonder where they would have met. Like, was it at Mar-a-Lago? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it is interesting for... I mean, Ebony's so, like, I think she might be the smartest housewife on there since Bethany, I would think. Oh, well, Professor Wendy is going to be very upset oh, right. to that. <laughs> <laughs> on New York, on New York. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's so, uh, she she was really correct and she, when she was saying, I think me and Bershawn have the same goal here, but our methods are wildly different. Exactly, yeah. That was interesting. So I think that would be that would be interesting to see how how that develops. But I also love that like the next episode, she just called them all grandmas. It's true. Like she's like, oh, you're all boring grandmas, and it's like we have been watching these women for quite a few years who are now entering a certain stage in their life, and true. they can't drink like they used to, <laughs> and yet they try. Yeah, and it's not as fun to watch, especially Sonia. It really isn't, and that's so bad to th- to think that alcohol and and the the you know entertainment value of the show is so they're so linked. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like with Roni, that's what we've come to expect now. Other franchises, I don't think. Oh, they're going to get wasted, and like we're going to see this. Like, yeah, but with Roni, right. it's always like, yeah, Sonia's going to be wasted. Ramona's going to have too much Pinot. Luann's going to go up and down with her sobriety, like. Mm-hmm kind of sad to think but that's what we've come to expect what did you think of sonia and the the matchmaker by the way well i think um i'm not huge on these forced forced plot lines especially with like dating like i think garcelle is kind of having one on on beverly mm-hmm. hills right now and i don't really care but i really am rooting for sonia and i'm happy ebony has taken her under her wing yeah and it'll be interesting to see later in the season, the men that this matchmaker <laughs> brings to Sonia. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> who knows what Sonia's type is? Like she says, she says she loves bald men. So <laughs> imagine she's going to get like a Fabio type with like this long hair, who knows? But I do have to bring up her order at the restaurant. I didn't clock it. What was it? Coffee with the little neck clams. Oh, Did you not? That's right. That's right. That that is so gross. <laughs> do you do you follow the Real Housewife orders? By the way, I do, but I missed it this week. Well, I, I didn't see it uh, if they posted. Them. Oh, they haven't posted yet. But um, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, they're gonna love this order because it's so stupid. It's you know? so dumb, and it's a Toronto-based Instagram account too. So we gotta oh, support I, local. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Wonder who they are. 
Uh, do you know, because you're, you're a drag queen in Toronto, do a lot of drag queens watch Housewives? I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because they're, like a lot of times with the reunions, like I will see some fashion that I'm like, oh, that could totally get dragified and heightened a bit more. Mm-hmm. So like the Housewives do serve, especially certain um, franchises, they serve really good fashion looks that drag queens could take inspiration from. But also just the chaos. Like <laughs> yeah. what? what drag queen doesn't love a little bit of drama, you know? It's true. They can say, oh, I'm not about the drama. No, they're, they're about <laughs> the drama. They, they're about that lifestyle. Um, I, I know there are a few, like I can bring up a franchise and they're like, oh, I watched this one, but I don't watch this one. Yeah. I'm kind of like, get a, get a little taste of everything, you know? Do you watch all of them? I lost interest in uh, OC. So, correct. That's the correct answer. Yeah. That's the, correct that's the only one that I've like, kind of like, I, I'm going to put a pause on you. Heather Dubrow coming back. I will tune in to see what happens. Yeah, uh, too. But yeah, I think Jersey is still one of my top three though. And I know a lot of people waver on Jersey, but like, yeah, I like Jersey. There's, there's no one like Teresa Judice. Like that's a gift that keeps on giving, you know? And, and do you enjoy it also partly because you're Italian? Like, doesn't that kind of like, I mean, I do have a mix set to be Italian by Fergie with Teresa's <laughs> quotes in there. And where I flip a table. So, yeah, I do. Oh, that <laughs> must I'm like, be that's, a crowd That's pleaser. my people. That's my people. Yeah, that's your people. Uh, well, this is fascinating. Uh, yeah, uh, I like that they're going to Salem. I think it's going to be fun to get out of the city because I feel like we've been treading water the last few episodes. You have to take into account, too, the fact that mm-hmm. they are filming this during a pandemic. And the cases yeah. were going up at the time of where we're at in their mm-hmm. timeline. Um, so they had even more restrictions against them as to what they could actually do. So yeah, going to Salem, it might seem odd, but it's going to be a nice change of scenery, especially because it was around Thanksgiving that this took place. So it's fall still technically. I would love to go to Salem. That is right up my alley. Watching this episode, I was like, if things open back up by October, (laughs) do I do a tour for my birthday? You know? Yeah. Could you could you perform drag in Salem? Do you think there's like a good bar for that? Oh my god! I, if not, I would just show up with my like <laughs> Winifred Hocus Pocus costume, anyways, and just walk around and be like, "Who wants a photo? Five dollars." <laughs> yeah, no shit. They probably love it. They honestly, you could probably clean up. Um, so they're in Salem. It looks like we're gonna get some fun next week, courtesy of Bershon. Some nice drama. So that's mm-hmm. good. We've kind of talked about the final, the final fight there. I, it's just, I was just watching Ramona through like my fingers. I could hardly watch it. She's so embarrassing to the human race. It was very cringe. It was super cringe. I mean, Leah's right. Like Ramona is what's wrong she is, with yeah. society right now. Um, but like on the other hand too, I'm also a little annoyed with Leah and I'm kind of over her. Yeah. Uh, like I was really like, oh, I love her from her first season, but mm-hmm. this year, like, she she really came off like, oh, this is my show now, and I'm like, oh, you're not strong enough to carry this show. Like, you you still need these other ladies, and you're kind of trying to write them off. Like, yes, Luann is coming off very mom trying too hard to stay cool, like mm-hmm. vibe. That's Luann's brand. I- exactly. Like, you need to recognize that that's that's also a big part of the show is that we love yeah. to see this delusional woman who went from high society to 
landing in a bush, you know, like <laughs> it's true. I, I am happy. She's, she's clean though. I I'm really happy like that. I don't think we talked about it last week uh, with Tom, but that scene with her and her daughter, Victoria and Victoria was like, I'm so happy you're not drinking anymore. That is, that was really lovely actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think Luann's like tears were like a little like, for TV, but yeah, it's, it's Lou. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was good to see that her like kids are actually like, yeah, no, like we're, we're happy you're getting back on track and you're our mom again kind of thing, you know? Yeah. As for Leah, it, uh, we're, I'm so fickle and fair weather about this show. Like I, I just like you, I was like, go Leah last year. And now yeah. I'm like, you brought your own glam team to Salem. Do you, it's it's not Beverly Hills. Like <laughs> Yeah, I feel like she's really trying to shape this show into what she wants. Mm-hmm. She, it, there's a little bit of manufacturing that's going on on her end, but I agree. I, th- I think we just have to go like episode by episode to see how she goes cuz yes, we can take into account the fact she just lost her grandmother, but even that I was like mm-hmm. maybe take a pause from filming instead of just making yeah. every issue back to that, you know? Like I've dealt with grief too, but yeah. I don't go out of my way to bring the whole party down just because I'm going through something, you know? No, I feel like she was holding those women hostage in Ham- in the Hamptons. Yeah, very, very much that. Like, you're, you're going to have to deal with whatever I throw at you right away, you know? Yeah, bizarre. Um, we'll see how she goes. I mean, she can have an absolute shit season and then come back next year and be a total favorite. Who knows? I would love to see Tins back. Oh, I thought with- you were going to say Dorinda. But I love Tinsley! I loved Tinsley! I mean, with everything going on with Tinsley and Scott, like, it would be interesting to see her back. That son of a bitch. (laughs) I got so angry. But Dorinda, too. Like, I I think she needed a season off to kind of collect herself. Mm -hmm. And I've been, I still follow Dorinda on social media. So I see what she's up to. Some of it seems a little desperate at times. I'm just like, definitely grandma playing with TikTok. But (laughs) I do think she was... She was a very strong voice that we're missing. Yeah. Like Leah's trying to be the strong voice, but it's not working. No. And I think that comes with a little more delusion and age. Yeah. And that's, very much. And that's Torinda for sure. Yeah. <laughs> very uh, much so. Yeah. Uh, let's jump over to Beverly Hills. Because this was, a, I liked this episode quite a bit. Well, we were saying before we recorded, like, yeah. Beverly Hills this year is top tier. Like, whatever bravo did to get this cast aligned keep it up and do that with all the franchises because this is such a good season like i i'm what what are we like episode eight episode seven something like that yeah yeah and i'm like already dreading getting further in because i'm like no because that means it's going to end soon you know like Mm -hmm. i'm hoping for at least 18 episodes plus a three-part reunion at this point like i i just wanted to keep going and it's it's interesting to see where they are in the timeline because we're just on the verge of some shit happening. Like, hell yeah, we're we're around Thanksgiving based on that like bolognese dinner. So because they said, <laughs> oh, happy Thanksgiving. So we're about to have like Kathy, Kyle, Dorit get coronavirus. We're gonna have like more of the Erica stuff come out. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's gonna be good. I think this next episode though, I think uh, Kyle does have. COVID because I think that's why um, her and mm. Garcelle are having that conversation like Romeo and Juliet. Yes. on the, She's on the balcony. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it was very strange knowing 
that they all have coronavirus probably at that moment or they're getting it at that moment in this, mm-hmm. in this episode we're covering. Um, and, you know, Harry Hamlin is opening the door and he's like, he um, I think he almost kissed one of them. I think it was Dorit maybe. It was like an air kiss. And I'm like, yes, don't go in. Don't go in close. Like, <laughs> it's a horror film. <laughs> I mean, Harry Hamlin bringing the, the women in, like, We'll get to it later, but like it, yeah. it was just so funny because he was like, "Here's another one." Like I don't think he even learned their names. <laughs> He's just like, "Here's this one." <laughs> um. So I happen to know from messaging you about this that you are a a big old Kathy Hilton fan. So I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I I hate Stan culture. I think uh-huh. Stan culture is awful. I think it's toxic. I think it is a form of mental health that we need to study it is fascinating yes i am a kathy hilton stan at this point (laughs) um (laughs) uh and i'm very upset that we didn't get the original housewives that we were supposed to get which was supposed to be kyle kim and kathy kathy the show was supposed to be about the three sisters oh i didn't know that yeah they they uh andy and kyle talked about that on a watch what happens live oh my god where the original concept for real housewives of beverly hill was going to be around those three women and kathy was like no i'm not doing it so that's why it was just kyle and kim and then they had to like expand it but it's interesting to see kathy finally even in the role of a friend just Mm kind of become the star of the show (laughs) like she doesn't even hold a diamond but it's like no, you're holding the show together. <laughs> she really is. She provides a lightness and a rich person. Like she has these rich person blinders. And a lot of the time when I would say that, like white lady blinders, rich lady blinders, usually yeah. it is in conjunction in conjunction with them doing something really racist or offensive. But with Kathy, she's just out to lunch on everything. And it's hilarious. A $2,000 bag and you have pedicure sandals just Ugh. sitting in there. And a, and a little and a little spritz. And a little, a little spritz. Oh, she's, yeah, she's spraying that spritz. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I loved it. She's, she's a weirdo. Um, let's start from the top. First of all, this is the very exciting, uh, what am I jealous of? Crystal, your ugly leather pants? Yeah. <laughs> and we start the episode with classic housewives. With that moment, and then they do a rewind. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that Beverly Hills always loves to do this. And it just, it, it makes it very obvious, like, oh, yeah, we're in La La Land. You know, like, this yeah. is this is pure Hollywood. This is movie magic you're trying to do. You're trying to set a tone. Like, we, we might see it with Potomac every once in a while. But, like, yeah. this show always falls back on that. And it works perfectly. It works perfectly. Yeah, I think so too. It's actually funny you mentioned Potomac because when you were like La La Land editing, I thought, you know, I really love the Potomac editing. It's slightly more chaotic though, I feel. Yeah, for sure. I'm so excited for Potomac on Sunday. Oh, the taglines that, like, come on. (laughs) I haven't even watched them because I like to like save them for my first viewing. I, I would say just watch it in full. Okay. All together and the way it lines up. And it kind of gives a hint as to like, I, I feel it gives a hint as to what we're going to see. Ugh. Like Wendy's going to be annoying. I, I can already tell that. She's going to be annoying I, again. I like her. I, I like her. No, I agree she's annoying, but I like her. I mean, I'm I'm all about Grand Dam, you know? Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm all about all of them, really. <laughs> Ashley, I, she's kind of grown on me. I do say I will miss Monique this season. Because I don't, I don't like. I will too. I don't like Candace. 
I don't like Candy Gal. Not not a fan. I don't like her. I didn't even though she was the one who was physically attacked. I was still somehow Team Monique, which is not great. <laughs> no, well, I was the exact same, but at the same time, I'm also like you, like a child will poke a dog enough, yeah, and then the dog will eventually bite. So it's like, well, what do you do? What do you do? And yet, if you said they are firing Candace, I'd still be bummed because I'm entertained by her on my television screen. Well, I thought she was because apparently she removed the 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 little like uh, cast member blurb from her bio on ah. Instagram shortly after the reunion, ah. and then when she popped up in the taglines, I was like, "Oh, so apparently she's got a good lawyer." <laughs> Probably. Um, I heard that Monique's bird died. Sichala. Yes, he did. Freak accident. Yeah, I want to know what the freak accident is. Like, of course. Was it like a fan? Was it an air fryer? <laughs> what, what was what was the freak accident, Monique? Please tell us, because I'm worried. Isn't that terrible? Anytime anybody passes away unexpectedly, first thing you think is how that happened. Why? Yeah. Why do we do that? Because we. It, it's just like the people who drive by a car accident and then they slow down. Yeah. It's like just keep going. Like it's just. People want to look into mortality because it's something that we all yeah. wonder about. It's true. It just, and it's like, oh, am I in trouble? Like if they were like, oh, she died because of melanoma on a facial mole because I have a facial mole. I'd be like, oh, I knew it. But if they're like, oh, no, it was something to do with he was bald. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> it was a pedicure gone wrong. Oh, phew, I don't get those. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get to the episode. As, as as much fun as this is, we start at Kathy Hilton's tennis court, even though Kathy's not there because she's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's sleeping. And uh, Erica, I'm going to assume, plays tennis better than she does Roxy Hart. So, <laughs> yeah. So Erica's doing this whole she at one point she mentions I'll pull myself up by my bootstraps, this whole independence thing. Today, or maybe yesterday, you probably already know this because you're in the know, but you're nodding, so you know. <laughs> but she has, um, a, a judge ruled that the victims uh, from Tom Girardi's lawsuit, specifically the, I always forget that, how do you say this name? Ru, Ru Gomez? Ru Gomez? I think so. Yeah. Joe, the who was uh, burnt in an explosion, they could get their $11 million from Erica because Tom shadily loaned, quote unquote, $20 million to her. And so even though he's bankrupt and they can't get their money from them, he wait, they can't get their money from Tom, they can get it from Erica. So yeah. he thinks that rental mansion is not long for this world. Oh, probably not. Like... Everyone was already speculating like, oh, and she mentions it that people think, oh, we got the divorce so I could hide assets for him. It's like, mm -hmm. well, is there some truth to that? Like, but now the judge is like, mm, well, you, you, you have this money. Well, they're going to come after you. Ben. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Like, it's who deserves it more? Erica Girardi or like a, he earned the money. Like he literally he'll need those surgeries the rest of his life. This, yeah. this guy, it's disgusting, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've been going on about Erica for weeks now. Ugh, I, I'm exhausting myself about it. <laughs> it's expensive to be her, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that's such a good song for drag. It, oh, yeah. And that's what that's what sucks. Like, anytime I try to do that now, I'm going to be like, hmm. Well, you're, you're good at those um, 
those putting the quotes in the songs. I saw you do a uh, oh the mixes one from Shit's Creek. Yeah, what's that one from Shit's Creek you did about the wine? Oh, the the Moira Rose. Um... Her Birdlinger. Yeah, yeah. Her Birdlinger. Maybe you could like do a mix with expensive to be me and then quotes about her lawsuit. I don't know. Just, you know, <laughs> just think about it. He said goodbye, hon. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> that actually kind of sounds like it. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, moving on from Erica. We get, yeah, Kathy misting herself at uh, Kyle's. They all have COVID. She shows her bag. That's all great. I love, too, the, uh, when uh, Mauricio comes to grab his water bottle that oh. Kyle just drank out of him. Kathy's like, we still have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle's like, he's my husband. Like, why are you acting like I didn't just suck his cock last night, you know? Like, <laughs> hey, maybe that's how she got COVID. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, from Mario's mistress. Mario. I always call him Mario. Why do I always call him Mario? Because <laughs> you're thinking of Ramona's husband. Ex-husband. Yeah, maybe. Mario Singer. Who was is still very good looking. <laughs> uh, now it's time for this dumbass party at Lisa Rinna's house. And I'm excited because we get some good drama. We get good drama. And we get Harry Hamlin showing that he's more of a housewife than Lisa Rinna. Oh, 1,000%. What house husband picks out... Little pumpkins, because he's like, oh, this is good for the long table that we have. You know, like, he, the mindset he has, and she's, like, busy thinking about a burger. I'm like, oh, these, like, these roles are reversed <laughs> completely. They are. And also, is Lisa thinking about a burger, or is she just showing everybody that, look, I eat, I like burgers. This weird thing with her. One hot dog a year. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what do you think about Lisa Renna? I enjoy Lisa Renna. Mm -hmm. I mean... I know there are a lot of people who are over her or they, they're like, she's problematic. Yeah. She's chaotic. Mm -hmm. I get that. I understand that perception. But at the same time, she orchestrates what we want. <laughs> I'll give you that. That's true. I mean, this episode in particular, Kyle and Sutton, they go to that bar to have their little conversation. What does Lisa do? Let's do shots. Oh. She hears a little bit of an argument and she immediately brings the entire party to where there's an issue. Like I did clock she that, knows yes. exactly what she's doing. She's very, she's very smart mm -hmm. and she knows what Andy wants. She's like, mm, you, you want crazy. You want drama. Don't worry, Andy, I got you covered. And I'm pretty sure that's why she keeps getting her contract renewed. Yeah. She's kind of a Bravo's teacher's pet producer's pet yeah i mean there are a few of them i mean kyle richards is up there too like she's like she's very much in andy's lap oh yeah. Teresa, she's like daddy wants what daddy wants like wow, she makes those comments and you're like, she i know but she said it and it's kind of like Ugh. and she said that after nini was like told she's not returning oh. so that was like Teresa throwing shade at nini being like oh well if you don't do what andy wants look what happens and a little shade at andy too well kind of yeah yeah my main issue with Lisa is I feel like Lisa thinks she is this fantastic actress. So when she's doing this constant cheering, she does, even though she is a fully grown, I'm going to assume 50 something woman where it's like, yay, shots, mm, bologna, 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 how do I say it? What am I? Bolognese. 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 <laughs> Or you could be like Dorit. Bolognese. <laughs> Bolognese. Okay, by the way, did I die when Dorit said she is going to design wedding dresses and she thinks she knows how to do that because she designed the room for Puka de Peppa. <laughs> the cross between Eastside Marios and Olive Garden is her reference to her being a designer. 
I've designed before. It's like, <laughs> what what is the storyline you're pushing that we're not buying? Uh, no. I love her. I love her. I love her stupid, stupid face. Her stupid, stupid, phony face. That lovely Eng- English gal, oh. Dorit. <laughs> Am I English, girl? I'm oh. not English. I'm not, I'm not English. Um, Kathy gives us, Kathy kind of starts everything subtly this week by going, by calling Sutton a peeping Thomasina again, which is Thomasina. hilarious. <laughs> just like nonchalantly. And then Sutton's just like malfunctioning slowly in her mind. Wow. She's losing it. Yeah. Like she does. I'm getting like Dorinda last season vibes kind of. Where it's just like someone on the verge of something. Yeah, she's she's off. Especially with the whole like, oh, I had to downsize. Like she's renting out, she's renting out Kyle's old house, and like, so I don't know if something's going on in her life that she's not telling us. I mean, she didn't. She wasn't full time cast member previous season because of her ex husband because he didn't want her kids on the show. So it's interesting to see now that she's got the diamond in her hand, what she's doing with it. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I'm reading a lot of stuff online being like, she seems to be confused about what the show is about. It's fighting. It's being around people you don't like. Her whole thing last night was, I don't want to be around uh, Crystal because I don't like her. But even though she seems on the verge and like not at all emotionally equipped for this, she's giving us so much plot this season. Her and Crystal are doing all the heavy lifting oh for sure so far so far so far so yeah. far um because um, i i feel like erica is gonna have to pick up that uh baton and run hopefully. with it is it a baton what, do you, what is it torch torch I, that's what oh, I, mean. I, I i guess either one can work right yeah i was the just thinking olympics, olympics. <laughs> yeah the olympics like you know i guess they're sports 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 um, I, I honestly think that like and this is this might sound a little um sexist or ageist but she is and please my mother please don't listen to this podcast but she is reminding me of my mother when she went through menopause sudden yeah yeah no that's immediately what i thought too like my mom like my mom we kept saying you're going through menopause and she was like i am not how dare you yeah she would get so angry and then like Mm -hmm. 20 minutes later crying and then like 20 minutes after that laughing and we were like the hormones something's something's going on here and this is exactly what i'm thinking with Sutton. i'm like yeah and you have to think this is gonna happen and maybe that's what bravo maybe that's why bravo does cast certain people because they're like we're gonna hit a point where (laughs) they are gonna be so crazy that it's gonna be television gold (laughs) you know that's a good point i wonder how many of these women, a lot of their behavior can be attributed to the fact that they were going through menopause? Because that's a big fucking change and that will fuck with you. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe a study should happen. <laughs> I, think, I think we're the ones to lead it. Yeah, I'm going to write a thesis. <laughs> for no one. Just for no one. Yeah. For Reddit. There you go. <laughs> um, so we get to the big con- confrontation of the episode. Sutton. Oh, we had to talk about Hunky Dory. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. Okay. We had to talk about con- Hunky Dory. I'm so sorry. Who's Hunky Dory? <laughs> who's Hunky Dory? Who, who's, what was it? Who's English who's girl? Mr. Poppins? Is that you? Yeah. English girl, <laughs> Mr. Poppins, Hunky Dory. She is just, it's like she was made for memes and she doesn't even know it. 
<laughs> what channel is it on? Everyone keeps <laughs> asking me. Oh my god! Oh, I just love that Garcelle and Kyle were trying so hard not to break when yes. she said it too. Like they were just like, mm, like their lips just like <laughs> they were biting their lips, trying not to laugh because Sutton's there with like tissues. <laughs> Sutton. First she blames it on. First she blames her freak out on. I just missed my puppy. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then I have very bad allergies. What are you talking about? I know. As soon as the wind walked over, no, it's just allergies. I'm like, they're gonna see this afterwards. They're gonna see this argument on television. Like, what? What are you? What are you trying to cover up here? Uh, yeah, huh. it's wild. And Garcelle is like so even keeled. She is the opposite of Sutton. But they are these buddies. And she's like, I thought we were over this. What do you need? Yeah. It's very interesting to watch Sutton's spiral, if that's a good word to use. But yes, it is fascinating. Um, and I mean, I love too that Crystal isn't taking shit. She's like, Yeah, I'm a new <laughs> girl, but like, you live in a crazy world and I'm not a part of it. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking quick and it was brutal. And it was ruthless, and I really appreciated that quick comeback. Yeah. What kind of crazy world do you live in? Not yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first season, already iconic quotes, you know? Yeah. I really like Crystal. And sure, she could be more understanding of Sutton, and she could be more patient, and she could throw Sutton a bone and say, yeah, I understand your issue with violated. We obviously have a different different definition Let's move on. Uh, maybe I overreacted, but she's not. And she is acting smug and it is beautiful. She yeah. is giving us great television. She's bright. She's she's a breath of fresh air. She's she's a bad bitch. You know, she's a good bitch. Yeah. Good, bad bitch. I do think Sutton maybe is, obviously Sutton is very sensitive, but mm -hmm. I, I wonder too, like, for instance, we saw her bring that Dolce & Gabbana book autographed mm -hmm. to Erica. <laughs> where she mm -hmm. appears twice. So part of me is oh. also wondering too, where she's like, people are gonna Google my name now and Violator or Peeping Tom is gonna be next to it. So I'm also wondering maybe this is like a reaction to her reputation because she does claim to roll around in high society and be with all these powerful people. So like, it's kind of like the whole like Gia Judice doing Coke kind of thing where it's like now yeah. her name is Googled and that comes up, you know? So maybe that's where she's kind of at, worried about her reputation. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like, just, we, we need to let this go eventually. Like, this can't be the full season. Let the mouse go. You've had your fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I, here's the thing though, I love both of them. They're both really entertaining on television. Oh yeah, did you see the Watch What Crappens Live meme that they did today? No where they put, uh, it was the scene from um, Back to the Future, where Marty's dad is in the tree looking for Marty's mom, but it's oh. like Sutton's face over top. Stop! <laughs> I don't listen to Watch Your Crappers, uh, uh, but people have told me it's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. And they, yeah. they're doing a lot more on Instagram now. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send you it once we're done recording, but like, it's yeah, super funny. The way they edit it and then Kyle pops up, it's, it's Sutton. <laughs> Sutton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can understand why she'd be upset about that. I mean, anytime someone labels you something negative, you're like, oh, God forbid someone thinks of me as this, right? Yeah. But 
chill the fuck out. Yeah. Obviously, everybody knows you're not a peeping Thomasina. Not for real. Yeah, I mean, like, I think what Kathy's doing is just trying to make light of it by doing that stuff. But then Sutton's just taking it as, like, stab, stab in the back. Yeah. As I burp. (laughs) The bubbly. The bubbly hit me. (laughs) You know what? Kathy is probably partly evil. Like, she definitely was like that high school girl who's like, hey, peeping Thomasina, even though she she knows it would drive you crazy. Like, she's she doesn't really give a shit. (laughs) She birthed Paris Hilton. Yeah. So, like, clearly Paris got some of those traits from her mother. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love to meet Rick Hilton. I'll say that. Ooh. You must be a piece of work, too. Um, anything you would like to say about Beverly Hills wrapping up? Um, I wish they posted Harry Hamlin's recipe. Cause yeah, that looked good. That looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm worried that Lisa's going to rely on her daughter fucking <sighs> Scott Disick for her storyline <laughs> for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think we can count on that. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Garcelle... She's not bringing as much yet, mm-hmm. which is a little disappointing. I mean, that whole tutor setup this week, I was like, that was very staged. Like, who cares? Y- you could have sent your son upstairs to his room and be like, FaceTime with the teacher up there. Like, don't do it while I'm making chicken parm, you know? Like, it was yeah. very much like, this is going to be for cameras and uh, I'm going right. to make noise. Like, um, I really want to see Kim Richards appear. <gasps> Yes, the mention, even the mention of Kim made me tingle and like the drama in their family right now. Yeah, and like, the, I thought it was very interesting what she said where it's like, oh, whenever me and Kathy are good, Kim's out of the picture. Whenever Kathy and Kim are good, I'm out of the picture. Like, and it's interesting to see past seasons, that is true. It's true. like when Kim goes over to Kathy's house in episodes, Kyle isn't talking to either of them. So it's like, it's weird that you can't get all three sisters at once. And I'm like, this is probably why they couldn't do the fucking show that they planned on doing because they yeah. couldn't get all three sisters. That wouldn't have lasted three episodes, even though it would have been like amazing. Like someone would have quit. I, I just like fascinated. I mean, obviously there's more to Kathy than like the clueless, whatever the fuck, like meme queen, because she has like uh, feuded with Kyle in the past. And I wonder what that's about because... I can't see her taking a strong enough stance, knowing how she is now, to be like, fuck you, Kyle. It was about the mother, their mother. Yeah, so she was pissed off about the TV show and the mom, mom yeah. Thing, right? Yeah, and then her and Kathy got good when the TV show was canceled. <sighs> that mom looms large. But now, apparently, the, the rumor is that Kathy Hilton was trying to stop Kim's new book. Kim has a book? Yeah, so apparently, if you go on chapters and search it, like, Kathy was trying to get the book to like not get published or something. She was trying to stop it and she couldn't get it. But apparently it's going to be out in a few months. And there's like, there's not a, there's not a cover ready for it, but (laughs) of course there's not. (laughs) Something's posted. But then I'm also hearing that like Kim Richards is living in like some small apartment and is like 90 K in back taxes that are owed. So it's like, allegedly that's, what I headline I saw today. So it's like, what is happening with Kim Richards? Like, oh will we God. ever see her again on the show? So. I hope so. She's a fascinating human being and, and was a uh, just captivating housewife. Did you see that? Le- uh, that Denise said she'd come back if Lisa Renna wasn't involved. I did. And I <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love that. Andy was like, are her initials LR? <laughs> 
And then Lisa Renna went and posted that clip on her Instagram and was just uh, like, Lisa, hi. It's like, oh, you're instigating this. You know exactly what people want. 1,000%. She knows exactly what people want. I don't think we'll ever see Kim Richards again. <laughs> um, Kim Richards, Denise Richards, they're all, they're all a mess. I love it so much. Um, visa decline. This has been absolutely yes. lovely. Uh, what, what a treat. Seriously, what a treat. Thank you so much for coming on. I'd love to have you back. Yeah, let me know whenever. This was fun. Getting to talk about women fighting and arguing, wearing fabulous clothes. I'm all about it. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Uh, and I might have you back because I'm looking for guests now for the next few weeks. And I'm shocked at how many people are like, oh, I don't watch Potomac. What? what? Like Potomac is in my top three. Me too. Me too. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so we'll definitely have you back. Well, no, I got to say top four because Roni and Beverly Hills in New Jersey are like my top three probably. Those are your top, eh? I would maybe put Potomac over Jersey now. Based on last season? Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. Monique's binder. Mwah. Mm. Ooh, I'll miss her. R.I.P. T'Challa. Um, yes. Now, Visa, where can we find you? What do you do? Plug away, baby. What do I do? Yeah, what do well, you do? I annoy. I uh, <laughs> like to annoy. Yeah, I like too. to shit disturb. Provoke. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the Visa Decline. Same with Twitter. My website, visadecline.com. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash the visa decline. And uh, yeah, you can check out my show, You're Doing It Wrong with Patrick Murray um, at You're Doing It Wrong Show on Instagram. And yeah, just follow me on Instagram. I need more followers so I can get on Drag Race. Yes, please. <laughs> I would love that. I would love to see you on Drag Race Canada. That'd be amazing. They'll, nev- they'll never have me on. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, if, no, I think they will. I think they will. Well, if I get hit by a bus, maybe. I don't got trauma porn for them. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a backstory. Uh, well, it's been great. Uh, and that's Visa with a Z, right? V-I-Z-A or Z? Visa with a Z, not Visa with an S, because Visa with an S gets sued. <gasps> I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on. Um, as for you listeners listening, thanks for listening. Uh, and I'll see you next week. Happy Housewives. Bye. 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 <laughs>